Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Better Relationships, Better Life, where relationships expert Judy K. Herman and her guests share insights that can help you move through conflicts in your 9-to-5 jobs and your 24-7 lives. Crack the clarity code and create deeper connections. Beyond the messiness of relationships, here's your host, Judy K. Herman. Andy Way is an entrepreneur, speaker, and coach who helps parents and young adults connect with their truth and power. He served in the Navy and was a successful business owner, but he was also a single father facing tremendous family adversity. Yet, through the difficulty, he discovered his own healing journey, along with his son and wife. He wrote a book entitled, Always Adventure, Five Powerful Practices for Living a Happier, More Fulfilling Life. Let's listen in. Thanks so much for being here. Andy Way, you are an author, a speaker, and a coach. And thanks so much for joining the program today. You're going to be talking about adventure and how that helps you to have better relationships and better life. So yeah, share with my with my listeners, our, our listeners today, listeners, and some people are watching it on YouTube also. Um, yeah, share them about Andy. Well, first, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. I love engaging in this conversation and uh, I love what you do. So um you know, I, I'm just really uh, a small town guy from a small island down on down on Isle of Hope in Savannah, Georgia. I live in St. Louis today and I've uh, been married to my beautiful wife for 13 years and have one son who's now 20. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you're so I'm in North Georgia and, and you are from then South Georgia. You're going to have to stop by sometime. But yeah, yeah. what what is your story? I'd like you to share parts of your story, Andy, and what makes you so passionate about the idea of of living an adventure, because that's what you're all about. It, it absolutely is. You know, I, I think that my story is a lot like uh, most people's story in that there's a, the hero's journey, right? And, um, you know, I, I was a single father for seven years, and... Uh, I'm a Navy veteran, uh, my background's in real estate, but you know, I'll just um, never forget when it all kind of this, this relationship started. Uh, we went through a, a six year battle to save our son's life. And uh, during that process, I was always a really passionate father mm. and, um, and I couldn't save him. It didn't matter how many books I had read and how much uh, energy I poured into that effort. Um, and it really just kind of shattered me. And it was, uh, but part of the hero's journey is coming out of that. Right. Mm -hmm. I learned some lessons along the way. And, and uh, one of the things I have always been really passionate about is engaging, being very intentional about mm -hmm. my life. Mm -hmm. And it's something that um, I kind of put together through really a five or six year journey to figure out why I had this relationship to adventure kind of in my gut. And I, and I really well, 
let me hold something because I really want to get grounded in your story. You were saying you were a passionate father and you could not save your son's life. So well, you this might well. leave us with the impression that you've lost your son. Yeah, sorry. He's alive and well. He's 20 years old. He turned 20 yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, but and, and he won. We won the battle. He, he really struggled and um, and went through a really hard period for six years. And But now he, he came through that with some help. And uh, he's happy and healthy and doing great. So, sorry, yeah, didn't mean to mislead you. He's doing Drew, my son, and uh -huh. my wife and I are committed to openly sharing our story uh -huh. uh, to help other people. Um, and so that's, we're, we're all very united in that um, willingness to share our story openly. So what he struggled with, he started when he was 12, he was in sixth grade, and he started cutting. And, mm -hmm. and then it got into bulimia. Um, and then it it continued to evolve into severe acute situational anxiety and depression, suicidal ideation, and, and then that, again, further evolved into pretty severe drug and alcohol abuse. Mm. There's not much we haven't dealt with. Yeah. So yeah. It, it took a lot, a lot of work uh, to help him get through all of these challenges, all these battles. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing, and I know that's very tender and some folks that are even listening to this now likely are identifying with these kind of struggles because especially when your your child's going into the adolescent phase of life there's so many hormonal changes and things that are happening and you you wonder okay what's going on here and it's enough to to really rock i mean just rock the foundation of your life so maybe yeah. you can talk about your journey. So first of all, thanks to Drew for allowing you as his dad to share this part of the story as well. And and I, I'm curious about the relationship today, of course, but I'm also curious if you don't mind sharing about this journey because they don't always stay 12, right? I want to give parents hope that whatever messiness you're going through in your life right now with the parenting issues, it's not always going to be that way. But so many times you think like, how in the world can we get through this? So if you wanted to share some of that, we'd be all ears for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, our whole story, I hope, is that it is, it's a message of hope. Mm -hmm. Drew is happy and healthy and independent and mm -hmm. has a great job and travels and has his own apartment. You know, at 19, he just turned 20 yesterday. So I could not be more proud of him. And, uh, you know, I'm actually, I get emotional even thinking about it. I'm just mm. proud of him. Um, and knowing all that we went through um, wow. and what he went through. And so, you know, part of that for me was that I became a, a kind of a shell of a father. I had nothing left. I had poured everything I had into trying to help him. Mm. Um, I closed my company and mm. uh, was 100% just committed to doing everything I could to help them. And, and ultimately I was just a shell of a man. Mm. Um, he just had nothing left at all. Um, and it was awful. And one night I was on the couch watching YouTube and I'm not a motorcycle guy, but I came across this adventure motorcycling video of guys riding, you know, dirt bikes in the back country of Colorado and this drone footage. And it was just awesome. It was a, it was beautiful. And, mm. For whatever reason, something kind of that night registered in my gut, and I didn't know why or you know what it was at the time, 
but it was a month later when I bought my first motorcycle and, you know, this adventure motorcycle, uh, it's kind of a big street legal dirt bike. And my wife didn't like that I rode a motorcycle. But she you know what? I got to hold this. There's a lot of wives that don't like their husbands riding motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. I, and she didn't, but she loved the way that I came home. Um, mm. And it really became the vehicle that helped me to heal. Mm. Um, you know, I would go out and it was kind of like that boyish sense of adventure in me. I'd go out and explore the backcountry roads, these gravel roads. And I even did a, a four day solo motorcycle trip where I, I lived, I camped off the bike and had my clothes and food and everything on it. And, and it really began to evolve from there. Um, and then I started to really unpack what is this relationship to adventure that's kind of inside of me and, and why is it important and who, who should care? Wow. Well, let, I, I'm very fascinated with this, Andy, as far as even the timeline and where Drew was trying to figure his life out and, and whatever things were going on in his mind, seeing then you as a dad go from a shell of a man, as you say, to finding this adventure. How did that affect your your parenting and even this journey of you really supporting him to this point that he's now a 20-year-old you know, young man. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that happened. Um, we had to get help. <laughs> we needed mm. real help um, in a big way. And um, so we found a residential therapeutic boarding school. Mm. And they loved him with our heart. Oh, oh, and, I love that phrase. They loved him with yeah. our heart. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful, Andy. Yeah, they really did. And I am forever grateful. I'm looking at something on my wall now from them. We are committed to supporting them however we can still. Um, and even just as recently as yesterday, I'm referring people to that school. And wow. so we are big believers in the work they do and the heart with which they do it. Wow. Because it was while he was there that I was then taking the time to begin to heal they mm. offered us hope so it was um it really happened there that they began to you know it was a fully accredited it is a fully accredited accredited school but their clinicians are incredibly skillful um in how they work with the, not only the student but also the family oh that's remarkable and maybe we can put some of those resources in the show notes for folks that want to know about that Oh, Andy, that's that's wonderful. Yeah. So you trying to be maybe your son's only savior for a period of time and then just realizing how much it's it's wearing and tearing and and we all need we all need help. Mm. And and getting that help is so very vital. Sounds like it was a that's exactly the turning point for you. Yeah, it was it was one of them. I mean, uh, we didn't you know, we kind of went through the therapist merry-go-round and we, we saw a lot of counselors we tried to find the right fit and and um that it wasn't always a great fit mm -hmm. until we finally did find the help that was a, a good fit and and it didn't just take once you know he you know a lot of students are there for six or nine months Drew was there for 14. Mm. then he came home went to a great high school and we lost him again he dropped mm. out and and then he struggled again. And mm -hmm. my wife and I made the decision, all right, one more time. Mm -hmm. um, 
and and he he went back and he was there for another 14 months wow right so it wasn't um you know we we were just really committed <laughs> to doing yeah. everything that we could uh no regrets we we were all in wow well i know going through this is definitely it's a wear and tear on one's marriage and you know so getting that that you know that partnership with your wife is pretty pretty important and vital obviously um yeah. a lot of kids just kind of a, for for those that are listening and you're going through some struggles in your relationship and and in your family a lot of times the child is uh what we've learned in therapy and all is is the identified patient so to speak but it's really it it represents even a bigger system of okay, things we need to change here in the family system. But I, I do want to encourage folks because it's so common. I, I appreciate about your story, Andy, is that you were you were diligent to pursue the right kind of help, even trying out therapists that weren't a good fit. Maybe they were for a period of time, and but you needed something more. And I think that's so important. There's so many folks that will just maybe try it once and, oh, this is not a good fit. But it takes several times um, to get the right fit, you know, in some cases. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I realized through the process, one of the big takeaways, um, was that, you know, as I, as young teenagers, mm -hmm. they are looking, they start to get to a point, particularly in high school, right, where they want their own independence. And as parents, the hard part, because we believe in all of their potential, the hard mm -hmm. part is letting go of our need to control the outcome. Mm. and we have to trust that the seeds we planted in them are good and we have to allow them to, to bear fruit so we have to kind of give our teenagers they have to take ownership over their life mm. um, and we have to let that happen um, and so that was a big part I remember a three-month period um, where we really had to just let go until he chose his life yeah, um, yeah. and that was a big turning point for us Wow, that I appreciate you sharing that. You know, if I had like just an, a, a very small fraction of the knowledge and expertise that I have today while I was raising my, because they're all now grown adults, they're very proud of all of my four uh, sons and daughters. Uh, but if I had a fraction of that, there's a whole lot I would do differently. And one of those things would be to really, from early on, let them know that their lives they they're the only ones that can live their lives sure. they're the only ones that can do that nobody else can do that for them so really uh, and letting them know they've got what it takes to be resilient with whatever you go through like that you know whatever decisions or things you go through does not define you so anyway it's amazing i think that within the human spirit and with it with with when in all of us andy that we align with that reality that, oh, I cannot live someone else's life. You can do whatever you can to support, but you're right. That's like, that's a decision. So, and, and two, it's all age related as well. For sure. And we're not our, we're not the sum total of the, of the worst decision we ever made. Oh my gosh. No, right. not at all. <laughs> I think that um, young adults, even as adults, we have a, um, you know, a, a bad habit culturally of just being kind of mean to ourselves. Mm, mm. And it's so important for me as a father to be kind to myself in marriage, 
just with myself and, and really instilling that in Drew. Like, don't forget to take care of yourself and be kind to yourself, whether mm. that's spiritually, physically, but also just your internal monologue. Yeah. How hard you are on yourself. Sometimes people can be really, really hard on themselves and it prevents them for, from really having, living a happy and fulfilling life. I Absolutely. And it's interesting. So just let listeners know too, that you and I have been in a coaching program together and have did a whole lot of mindset stuff, but that journey of the mindset and catching those automatic thoughts and, and catching when that harsh critic in the head is showing up and, and then, you know, shifting to, uh, to grace and compassion. It takes, it takes that self-awareness but that's a continual journey. It's not like you just learn it and go through a coaching program and learn it, but it's, it's a continual learning experience. That's, that's right. I mean, that speaks directly to really the book. I believe in not just, you know, I was looking outside of myself for solutions. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that I learned was that, you know, that really not concepts, not for an intellectual understanding of a concept, but really, really how many, the focus is on practice. Mm. So that's what my book is about. These five powerful practices. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, the, you have to refine our skill set in, in relationship to these practices. So give ourselves some space and grace uh, to practice these intentions. Awesome. Yes. Um, so you're, you're a new author. Tell us the name of your book when it's coming out. And I'm excited for you. Uh, with this book, Andy. I'm so excited. Um, so the name of the book is Always Adventure, Five Powerful Practices for Living a Happier, More Fulfilling Life. Um, so that's that's it's coming out December 12th. Um, and then we'll do a live launch party uh, January 9th here in St. Louis. So. That is awesome. This is just in time for Christmas, right? I mean, we can do that yeah. and and uh, sounds to me, and also Father's Day, right? You're going to want to really promote uh, the book around those holidays. Like what, what would you say that most fathers, because you, you're a father, no, I can't relate to that, but I can relate to what it's like to be a mom. But what would you say are some common struggles that dads have when their kids are going through some hard times? You know, I've spent over 20 years uh, immersed in the conversation of fatherhood and raising boys in our culture today and parenting. Mm -hmm. um, I like to think that I am a, an emotionally self-aware father. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, this could go back to the industrial revolution and the modeling that a lot of fathers have received. And, and I think a lot of men just are not um, emotionally aware. And I think that it's important for fathers to be sure to engage. Mm. So that that's a big thing for me is to really be intentional about engaging and um, and to ignore any kind of status quo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? our, um, our I think a lot of them do. I think a lot of men do have a heart and do really care, but may not communicate as much as maybe they should or could. So let me ask you, this kind of goes into another question I had for you there, Andy, is what's the best, re ed well, let me back up. What would be a message that you would give to your younger self, your younger dad self, let's say? Yeah, to trust myself. Mm. Tell, tell us more about that, to trust myself. What, what does that mean? 
And you know, I, I grew up, uh, I just had uh, for a long time, I had a lot of self-doubt. Mm. And, it, and it's not that I didn't accomplish everything I've ever done. I've succeeded. I've done well. Mm -hmm. I've done, a, I've been good at it. But for whatever reason, I still had a lot of self-doubt. Mm. Um, and so that would be a piece of advice um, that I would give myself is to really just trust that um, I'm good enough and what I and my heart is good. I think for what you just shared is probably the way that might look in a marriage or as a parent, if you're not trusting yourself, it may look like maybe being um, passive or unsure, not making maybe decisions that you need to to move forward or not being a leader or something. Is that is that how you would interpret it too? Well, that well, no, I because as a father, I was I definitely trusted myself. I was almost kind of the opposite. I I felt like I knew Drew best. Mm. That there's nobody who knew Drew and or knows Drew like I did. Okay. Uh, so I definitely trust my um, thoughts and opinions and decisions when it comes to Drew as a father. Okay, gotcha. So you really stepped up to the plate with that, but oh, yeah. you're still kind of running on empty too, right? Uh, definitely during during those those darkest days, I, I definitely was. Now, uh, you know, I, I've, it's been over five years of really doing the work of always adventure. So I, I feel full and excited and happy. And <laughs> yeah, that's it's been beautiful. A lot of work that has been poured into. I think it's beautiful that you're doing this and uh, and even modeling folks that I've counseled with over the years that have gone through the worry and the struggle and not just when their child's from 12 to 19 or 20, but when they're 40 or 50 or 60, no, not that, but, but like how to just like let go of that and live your adventurous and best life to me, it's like going to show like your resilience is going to make more of an influence than, than the worry and trying to control or even trying to manage someone else's life. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm reminded of the importance of that safety briefing we get when we board a plane about putting the mask on ourselves first. Mm. And one of the things that can happen in relationship and marriage uh, uh, in any relationship is we can get to a point where we kind of react mm. when we're, when we're running kind of on empty and we're always just kind of exhausted and maybe a little unhappy or unfulfilled. And we kind of react to life as we're experiencing it. And we react to our spouse or we, re, we re, react to our children's behavior. But when we put the mask on ourselves first and we take care of ourselves mm. um, and we allow ourselves to take care of ourselves, then we, we are better positioned to respond in a way that is more in alignment with really what we want, how we would choose to respond. Yeah, absolutely. What's the best advice you've ever received, Andy? Well, my father has given me a lot of advice. Um, but one of the things that I think is really great is um, all relationships succeed or fail mm. based on communicated and agreed upon expectations. Mm. right so it, it's up to us to really because I, I will fail you if I don't really know what is expected of me and mm. I think that's particularly true in your work and and working with you know better relationships right yeah absolutely it's definitely key in my marriage uh, that you know we do really 
we're very intentional about our communication and it's really helped us through some of our most challenging periods. Yeah. I think what you're modeling too, Andy, which is beautiful, that relationships change. You know, the struggles that you go through at one season or maybe years, they're, you're allowing this change to happen. It needs to change, but it will change. There's, it's inevitable that it will. Yeah, the, the beauty is if you're doing that together in relationship, particularly if, if you have a, a spouse or a partner, um, when you're evolving together, I would I would say that I have fallen in love with how my wife and I contribute to each other's evolution. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah she's she's been very supportive of this work, the work that I'm doing, and I'm always very very supportive of her. Um, you know, even recently there was uh, her former boss was, you know, they're having a conversation about a, a career decision and. Uh, he was telling this other person that you're going to need to get Andy on board just as much as you are, Christine. <laughs> oh, that's great. We, we we make decisions together, and that's just kind of how we are. And isn't that what why you get married in the first place is to do life with another human being? And then we know that life never stays the same. It is always evolving, changing. So being intentional about that partnership and doing life together is and it sounds to me like for for you and your wife like you're you're allowing yourself like to change and grow i think that's beautiful absolutely uh, and, and then fun. what a gift for drew to see that in his dad that was the hope yeah yeah <laughs> that i could model what a happy loving uh respectful you know relationship looks like Awesome. Awesome. And there's messiness at times still, right? It's not like we always, we just arrive, <laughs> like we go through our messiness. Sure. Absolutely. I think that the big thing is um, that those happen and you don't give up. Mm. You, don't, you don't quit on because something got hard or it didn't look like what you thought for, for a, a minute, right? You stay committed and, and you communicate and you figure it out. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So yes, how can people... I want to put some links in the show notes too, by the way, of the things that you've mentioned here, Andy, but how can people get in touch with you, find out about your book, order yeah. it and or pre-order whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm on the, the social media platforms, right? Predominantly on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can always direct message me on any of those platforms. I like to think that I'm pretty responsive. Uh, the book is coming out December 12th. There'll be an Amazon links on any any one of those three platforms is, is mainly where I am. And, um, and of course, you can go to the website, alwaysadventurelife.com. Yeah. And, uh, and you can message me through there or kind of learn more there. Well, thank you for the awesome work that you're doing, Andy. Uh, what a beautiful journey that you've been on, even though it's been hard at times, but like just this passion coming out of this adventure and i'm sure you're you're really safe when you ride your motorcycle right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. i am and i'll tell you one of the most beautiful moments i ever had was getting to surprise drew he bought his own motorcycle and we went on a nine day backcountry colorado trip together with seven other guys and oh my kind of lived what we what i saw in that video and shared that with drew so but uh Yes, we're definitely safe and uh, we're using <laughs> Well, what an awesome thing. And thank you so much. And thanks also to Drew. 
for him just, you know, allowing his dad to do all that he's doing. Like, that is so cool. He's like, in a way, maybe supporting you uh, yeah. at this stage, you know? So, yeah. Well, thanks again, Andy. And you you take care. Thanks for being thanks so here. Much for having me. Okay. Bye-bye. I enjoyed learning about Andy's adventures. Here's my takeaways. Number one, we all go through seasons of difficulty in our family relationships. And Andy's story affirmed that there's light on the other side of that darkness. Relationships are always changing and you learn and grow through it all. Number two, if you've been on a therapist merry-go-round, be committed to finding the right help. I loved the phrase that Andy used, they loved him with our heart. Allow others to love your teenager and get the help you need. And then number three, marriage partnership is so vital and especially going through difficult times. So let me ask you, what resonated with you? Be assured that I read every comment from those who share their takeaways by filling out the form on the website, betterrelationshipsbetterlife.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And remember, you can hit that red tab on every page of my website that says Ask Judy. So leave me some comments there, too. Next week, we'll hear from Tim and Adele Richardson, who talk with us about the value of the pause. In the meantime, please share, subscribe, rate, and comment in the streaming platform of your choice. See you next time on Better Relationships better life.